Welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast for dance teachers and dance studio owners who have a passion for the art of dance. Hello, welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast. My name is Stacey Morgan and today I'm joined by the wonderful Regold. I don't know why I say today I'm joined by you. Like It's not like you're not going to turn up one day. It's your podcast. How are you, Ray? I am here alive and well and excited to be with you, Stace. Today we're talking about all things legacy. We're talking about making a mark on the world through the power of dance. And I'm excited to get into this conversation, but you are definitely making your mark, Re, by creating a brand new event for dancers, for their parents, for dance teachers. It's called Soul. It's happening very soon. It's coming up very, very quick, happening at the end Ooh, of July. <laughs> well, I feel like this year is just flying by. It's happening at the end of July and Soul is going to be a brand new, like unique experience. Tell us why you're excited about it, Re. I'm excited about it because it's really the first conference for dancers, their parents, teachers. It's a non-competitive event. There are lots of dance classes, movement classes, but there are also workshops and seminars. Some of them are focused on the higher ed journey. What's out there for the dancer in higher ed or someone who wants to pursue a professional career. There are workshops for kids who would like to become a teacher and where they learn about becoming a teacher and what that takes. There are workshops that are talking to kids. We have a psychologist involved, so he's gonna be talking to kids about being their best selves is the best way to say it. Helping to build confidence in these kids and them celebrating their individualism is important. Mm. It's a non-competitive event. And we're going to have workshops for teachers, workshops for parents and exhibitors. I'm excited. It's brand new. Love to have everybody there with their kids. Um, And I think teachers who participate with their kids will gain not only from the workshops that are specifically for them, but the ones that the dancers are in as well, because the material that these kids are going to be presented with is so much they can bring back to their classrooms uh, to inspire their kids in ways to appreciate dance that maybe they didn't think about before. I love it. So if you're a dance studio owner and you have those problem parents that, you know, are always hounding you, bring them to soul so that it doesn't always have to be you telling them exactly how the world is. It's so good to have other people being able to share that perspective. And the same with your dancers. If you have dancers that perhaps, um, you know, really need a, a good reality check, bring them to Seoul. They can be inspired by other um, instructors and other educators and kind of take a little bit of the load off you and take a little bit of the pressure off you as the dance teacher or the dance studio owner. If you'd like to get make sure that you've got yourself and your students a ticket, you can go to regold.com slash Seoul. Thank you, Stacey. And, and come join us, everybody. It's going to be good fun. The The idea of Legacy Re, I... I'm going to be honest, when I think about legacy and think about 
you know, how big that concept is. I often think about you and the legacy that your mum left, not just for you, but on on the dance world itself. What does legacy mean to you and, and how does, you know, that kind of impact on the things that you do now? Mm, good question. Uh, legacy means everything to me, really. Um, both of my parents were dance people. My father was more of a show business person. He danced. He was could be a comedian. He could be an MC. He could um, be a comic. Uh, in his day, you had to be versatile. Mm-hmm. So, so he could do it all. I, I feel like um, when you carry on a legacy, well, first I'll back up and say, when you carry on a legacy, I think in the beginning, you want to carry on their legacy. Ooh, this is a good point. You want to carry on their legacy for them. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, you come to the realization that now it's your legacy and you're adding to this legacy and that you don't have, you're honoring where the legacy started, but the legacy or those who started it entrusted you to now take it to the next place. Mm. To me, that's true legacy where, where you now have, passed it on to whoever, the next generation, a student who grew up in your studio, and now they've taken your your creation and made it way better than it was 50 years ago when they launched it in the basement of their home. (laughs) That's what I consider, uh, that's what it means to me, I, I consider it a responsibility. And how much has that responsibility re-fueled the choices that you've made in in your world? Because it seems like from an outsider perspective that your mum created this beautiful legacy of dance and a love of dance and, and that naturally, you know, f- kind of just led you to to where you are now first through teaching and now teaching teachers and inspiring studio owners and you know with soul you're going to the next generation inspiring dancers as well it feels like that was always going to be a natural progression for you was it something that was quite conscious Uh, interesting um always knew dance was going to be my thing, but probably like everybody listening, I thought I was going to be the breakout dance star of the world was my goal, you know, <laughs> that I was going to be in movies and television. And I I kind of thought that in my mind, if you'd ever told the 18 year old Reed that he'd be sitting here at 60 having done the things I did on this journey, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have believed it. But I always had this inner passion to see dance teachers get along with each other. Mm. And so that was always there. Even, you know, I've been involved in a lot of dance teacher organizations. And I think now you can always figure things out in retrospect. 
each time that I became the leader or the president or whatever of an organization, it was always, if you said, why'd you do this? It was to bring the people together. So that was always there. I guess I just didn't know how to use it. That evolved. My mother's legacy, I didn't know we were going to talk about my legacy in this show, but okay. <laughs> I think my it's important mother's to legacy. <laughs> well, wait, I think this is a, a, an important part of it. What I learned watching my mother for the 30 years that she ran and directed a studio contributed in so many ways to what I talk about now. Mm. Like, I, I feel like that was meant to be, because now I look from a child's standpoint, from a dancer's standpoint, from a studio owner's standpoint, from the choreographer's standpoint, my mother set me on my path, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but a lot of the things that I preach about putting yourself first, having confidence in yourself, um, running your studio, believing that you have a right to make a living and a profit, that all comes from my mother who was the opposite. Oh, that's not where I thought you were going to go with that. No, she was the opposite of all of that. Mm. So I learned a lot. And she was also one of those people, and everybody will be able to relate to this because you've heard it at least 200 times. Oh, nice hobby. What do you do for a real job? Okay, mm. which was even worse in the 50s, 60s, 70s, when women would say they were a dance teacher. My mother in her deep recesses, I think might have believed it. Mm. So therefore, that's the root of the profit, meaning, oh, this is my hobby. If I have a profit, I need to buy new mirrors. Mm-hmm. Right? Ooh, I need- We know that story. <laughs> it's, uh, it's so I- took my journey to say, please don't do this. Mm. So yeah, that that's a part of the legacy. This is so interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. I think because, you know, it's, it's what you said in the beginning. It's not necessarily the legacy in the beginning is you're passing on what you've learned from the person before you, and then you're making it better, taking it to the next level. I think that's what you've done, Ray. You've taken the legacy of the, the love of dance and the passion for dance and dance being what you can do for a living. And then you've taken the parts that, you know, you saw your mum struggle with and made it your life's purpose to convince everybody else that, this is the way that they shouldn't do it like she did it, but this is the way to do it in the future. Yes. Yeah. So the, the positive legacy part that I'll go to, cause I don't want to just say that I learned what not to do. I still, and maybe I'm a little, you know, prejudice. I was trying to think of a better word. 
nobody had more passion for the art than my mother did. Mm. So that's in, that was instilled in me. So I recognize that in so many of these teachers, even if, like you said, there are times in their lives where that passion is in the deep recesses of their being for a little while, because hers was there too. Mm -hmm. But it was more about, I don't know, uh, uh, being more artistic when times were tough, being more resilient, setting an example for the young girls that saw my mother deal with struggles. Um, I recognize those parts of all of our legacy yes. at a young age. Yeah. I think about... Okay. <laughs> I, I got to take a little breath here for yeah. a second. <laughs> I think about legacy quite often because we're in such a privileged position as dance teachers and as educators that we have, you know, a room full of 20 people looking up to us every 45 minutes. You know, that's a lot of, that's a lot of kids to inspire and that's a lot of memories to make. And if you do it well then that becomes your legacy. That becomes the memory that, you know, it's so important to me that my students, not necessarily that they go on and dance as a career, but they go on to be someone who is passionate about the arts because that's going to mean longevity for our industry. So they don't have to go and be a professional dancer, but they do need to grow up with an appreciation for what the arts are and hopefully then go and buy themselves a ticket to see you know, whatever arts company comes through their town, wherever they end up in the world, or, you know, go into their local musical society or put their own child in dance when they become a mother. That, Bingo. That is such an important part of what I do and obviously an important part of what your mum did as well and now what you do as part of her yes. legacy. You, you made a point. Uh, I'm going to dig it. Uh, or take it down to the simplest form. Wouldn't it just be cool that every kid who goes through every dance studio gets a warm feeling when they think about their time at your studio, mm. uh, a nostalgic feeling and, and that, and Stacy, you may be there already. I don't know, but I know there's probably a lot of listeners that are there that when that mom who took from you brings their child to you, you have, your legacy has begun because mm. what that mom wants is her child to have that same warm, okay? I know we taught him how to dance, but that warm, nostalgic feeling that she feels made a positive impact on her life. So now she wants it for her child. That's legacy. Yes. Yeah. That's legacy. Walking through the door, right? <laughs> it is. It is. So I look at it all as if I'm a teacher or a studio owner, my legacy is not, uh, and I just got to say this, get this right off the table. 
not the trophies or awards. I am here to guarantee you they will not remember in two years what they won. Mm -hmm. But I am here to tell you that you can make such a positive impact by you just being that mentor, leader, teacher that these kids need in their lives. You are that cool place where they can be themselves. That is the legacy that's going to stay in their minds, not how great a dancer you made them. And even when you make a great dancer and they are interviewed and they talk about their dance teacher, they're probably not going to say something like, oh, she made my technique beautiful and she 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 choreographed my solo and I won Miss Dance of... <laughs> whatever she's gonna say or he's gonna say she taught me how to work hard for what it was that i wanted she believed in me mm. she 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 helped me to succeed that is your legacy i got a bit teary when you were saying that ray she believed in me Ugh. if that's all we leave behind us then brilliant Okay, and wait. <sighs> Too simple, maybe, but can't we just believe in every kid? Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Just believe in them. Don't believe they're going to be the best dancer. Believe that they're good people. Believe that they're going to contribute to this world, and you have a chance to impact that, even if they're never going to do a triple pirouette. Yeah. You have an opportunity to make that child, even if they're not the best one, believe in themselves because you believe in them. Mm -hmm. And that's a beautiful and if, legacy. And listen, legacy is great for us to talk about. But if you want to, we can talk about the word success. And the word to have a legacy where you can look back and feel like it was a success the entire time is when you create a culture that we just described. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because what, what people don't realize sometimes is our school doesn't grow because we're the best studio it grows because of the vibe that people feel when they come into our studio. We can be the studio that never wins and be the biggest studio in the whole town because mm -hmm. everybody just believes in the place. Where other people are believing their legacy is a choreography award or the overall this or we beat this one at the competition and no one beats them they think in the moment of time that that's their legacy it's not Ooh, i had no idea that this was gonna be this this uh hot and fiery <laughs> you hit the nail on the head though that's exactly that's exactly it we sometimes get lost in are we the biggest studio? Are we the most successful studio? Do we have the most graduates that go on to dance on Broadway? Do like, we get lost in those metrics when actually success is measured by 
the smiles on the faces of the kids that are leaving the dance studio and jumping in the car and saying, I had the best time tonight. Not because they did the triple pirouette, but because they had someone leading them, instructing them, mentoring them that believed in them. And uh, here's sarcasm. If you are somebody who is saying, I'm trying to think of how I would say it. Uh, We have more dancers than anyone in our community that move on to a professional career. Think about what I'm about to say. Do you know how many parents are scared to death that their child will want a professional dance career? So you're trying to sell a product that parents have a fear of. Mm. But if you sold the joy of dance and maybe the kid happens to move on to a professional career, you didn't scare somebody off. Yep. So I like to to make the point that uh, our legacy involves a sense of humbleness. Humbleness that means that we're we're uh, equal opportunity. We're about a passion for dance, and even a kid with learning differences or learning disabilities can experience this joy. And if you're one of those people, you're a part of our family. Yes. Yes. That's legacy and that's success. And that's no ego. Saying about ego. In another podcast earlier, we talked about shining a light on the kids. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what creating a legacy is, shining a light on the kids and them remembering that light and talking about it and feeling it for as long as they live. Oh, how cool is is that? that? Yes. I have to tell you, Ray, a lot of people think about legacy in terms of a legacy has to be something that is like formally continued but I feel like there are teachers that inspired me that I haven't spoken to since they taught me when I was 12 and I feel like I carry on their legacy. I feel like I use the same terminology or maybe the same, um, you know, descriptive words to to make a child understand how to stretch their back leg in an arabesque or, or those things. I feel like I carry on their legacy and there's no formal paperwork <laughs> that's come behind that um, but it's it's still part of part of what we do and I think it's interesting uh, did I interrupt you no no I was just I, I just think sometimes we have legacy all around us and we don't necessarily realize it you just brought up something so good and important I guess this would go for any teacher but especially dance teachers We've talked about legacy in terms of our own students, longevity, passing it on in the family, et cetera. But you just made a point. Every person that you inspire that becomes a teacher is carrying on your legacy. Mm -hmm. And that's happening every year in our studios because so many of uh, this generation want to pursue teaching 
and I always look at that and like, like I, I'll, I'll give it to you this way. My mother taught a lot of people who became teachers. I go to a competition or I watch them teach. I see my mother in the choreography. I see, hear her, her expression, her way of teaching, even some of her warm up or whatever it is. And hear this, because this is important to understand. So you might say, that's cool. She's carrying it on. But there's some kid in her class that she's passing you on mm-hmm. to who will be doing you long after you're gone. That's another legacy. Yes. It's like uh, my mother was impacted by a, a jazz great named Gus Giordano. And when I look back now in retrospect and I can see or picture my mother's choreography or see a a picture, I see how much she was impacted by him. So, yes, that is a legacy. That's one to be really proud of to all of those teachers who or studio owners who may be listening that look and fear that one of their students may open a school. Yeah, that could happen. But the majority of them, they're going to do it the right way and they're going to pass you on. So always look at that and and encourage them and be there to mentor them because you're mentoring your legacy. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) And can I share with you, Reed, something I think about when I think of my legacy and I actually talk to my girls about this all the time and I say girls because it's girl specific. Um, Actually, no, now that I say that, it's actually not girl specific. Maybe I should be saying it to the boys as well. A lot of the times I make choices in the studio that mean that I get to go home and put my kids to bed because that's important to me. Showing my young women and now young men that I've really thought about it, (laughs) showing my students that – you actually have to have boundaries and you have to make choices in order to balance running a business and having a career and having a family and nurturing relationships. By showing them that, I hope that whatever they, whatever career path they choose or whatever family path they choose when, you know, they're older, they can think back to those moments where I said to them, you know, I'd love to stay and watch you run this routine again but it's seven o'clock and my kids go to bed at seven 30. So I'm going to go home now so that I can tuck them in. That's really important to me. You guys are important to me and I've loved spending the last three hours with you, but now I'm going to go (laughs) home to my kids. I hope that I'm role modeling for them what balance looks like. And I don't get it right all the time, but I hope I'm, I'm, I hope that's my legacy that they know that they can have it all. They just can't have it all at the same time. And that, you need to have strong boundaries and and put yourself first and your family first in order to do that sometimes no matter no matter where they end up in the world i hope that that's the legacy that i pass on that is you know above and beyond the pirouettes and and the dance competitions what, and all of those what things. a what a good goal in your legacy and i know that it's for the girls and the boys but know that I think boys have a lot of uh, people to look up to who are examples of successful people, uh, 
who've worked hard and achieved. So do girls, but I think girls need a, 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 an example of a woman who's confident in herself, a woman who's running her own business, a woman who's a leader, a, a, a woman who um, leads a team, a successful team. That's what dance teachers, I think, are missing that they're doing every day, but every day. not knowing they're doing it. Mm. One, my mother's uh, started her school in 1964. My brother is running a 50th anniversary celebration. And the very first student who, who walked into her studio, we were still in contact with because she was a next door neighbor and we knew her from Facebook. And she we asked her to send a video of what she could remember whatever it was so cool but one of the things that was the coolest was she said of all the things i remember about sherry gold was that a woman could have her own business because when i was a kid women didn't have their own business and I'm thinking to myself, isn't that funny? This girl is like 60 years old at that point. Yep. And that's what she remembered. And that was the point that she wanted to make. Yes. Like I, I should, she could have said, I remember recital number nine, or I remember to recital this. That isn't what she said. Yeah. So that's a lesson for everybody listening. Um, the, the the possibilities are endless and legacy it doesn't cost anything it's all about wanting to do things the right way doesn't mean you don't mess up once in a while because that's how you get better at what you do mm -hmm. but a legacy is something that i believe is not a difficult a positive legacy it's not a difficult thing to achieve in this life, especially when you're working with young people. Yep. And having gratitude and for that privileged place that we're in, in that we do get to do this every day. A little bit yes. hard a little bit harder to create a legacy when you're an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> not that we have anything against accountants. I was trying to we think really of a don't. comeback for <laughs> yeah. that. Like to say, oh, but they could do this, but I can't think of one. Right now. I can't live without my accountant, so no shade whatsoever. But you know, we are, we are, we forget that we do have this opportunity on a daily basis, and I think that's important to remember. And all kids remember their teachers, whether it's school teachers, dance teachers, gym teachers, the guy who taught them how to ride horseback. You remember your teachers. So let's make it so that everybody remembers us in a positive light. How about that? Love it. Today's episode has been brought to you by Soul. If you'd like to bring your students along to Soul, perhaps you'd like to bring your dance teachers and those parents who perhaps need a, a little bit more Soul in their life, you can make sure you get yourself a ticket at regold.com slash Soul. Thank you for joining us today and enjoy the journey and... Make it a journey that is 
this really cool legacy that you'll always be proud of. Thank you for joining us for Regold's Dance Life Podcast. Learn more about joining the International Dance Entrepreneurs Association, the Dance Life Teacher Conference, and the Dance Life Retreat Center at regold.com or follow Regold's Dance Life on Facebook. Enjoy the journey. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 